Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Really appreciate you joining me. Lots to talk about this morning. It feels like we're sort of back on really old school territory when it comes to allegations of sleaze, cash for peerages. When have we heard that before? Uh, and uh, of this ongoing battles over Owen Patterson. Of course, all that has now stood down as an MP. There's still going to be a debate for three hours today in the House of Commons uh, about uh, standards. I mean, I think these are very, very important issues. But why? My goodness me, I wish I'd have a three hour debate over things like, you know, whether or not uh, we should even be discussing having more COVID restrictions given cases going down again. Something you won't you won't be hearing apparently on many mainstream broadcasters because apparently they don't think it's news when cases continue to go down for week upon week. That's not news. It's only news when they go up. Indeed, they keep on now focusing on hospitalisations because yes, that's a reason uh, to put us in restrictions if the NHS is unable to cope. We're all being told to get our booster jabs, even uh, even those uh, many people who feel like, well, they're kind of jabbed enough, thank you very much. Uh, but uh, once again, the veiled threat of we can enjoy Christmas if enough people have their booster jabs. Well, we're going to talk about all of that with plenty of top guests, and they include uh, my next guest who's joining me all this morning, comedian Steve Allen. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning. I mean, I, I can't think of a day when we won't have COVID on the on the menu at some point, but it, definitely not the lead story at the moment, although you would expect, you know, this time last year, we were going in, in England, a, a new mini lockdown. Wales already in. I think Scotland might have already been in one as well. Um, and uh, your restrictions on our lives, um, bars, restaurants, uh, pubs, all made to close. So so uh, we are at least in a better place uh, this year in terms of our freedoms. Um, but we'll come back to COVID. Let's talk about accusations of Tory sleaze. It's very much Tory sleaze that seems to be the focus uh, rather than just general parliamentary sleaze. There are many different aspects to this. Owen Patterson, uh, the former cabinet minister who was taking uh, 100 grand a year to uh, basically lobby on but it would appear on behalf of uh, a number of companies and the battles to try and save him he's now resigned of course there's going to be a by-election uh, the cash for peerages uh, uh, story that uh, emerged in the front of the sunday times yesterday that the last 16 tory treasurers except for the most recent couple um, have all been given peerages imagine everyone's surprise. Um, Tory poll ratings plummeting, Boris's personal ratings at their lowest ever. George Eustace, the Environment Secretary, normally a very safe pair of hands actually when it comes to media uh, interviews, said that he thought the whole thing was a storm in a Westminster teacup. Do you think it is? 
Not at all. No, I think it's a standard line that they try and reframe everything as a Westminster bubble issue, which then stops you continuing to talk about it. It makes you look like the fool for carrying on. But this is... I think the details of it may well be a Westminster bubble issue. I don't want to sit around in any boozer and have long protracted conversations about lobbying rules. However, if you start to have the word sleaze synonymous with the Conservative Party, it's the one job. If you're the Labour Party, never make it look like you'd be terrible with the economy. If you're the Conservative Party, never make it look like you've got sleaze synonymous with you. What? And this is why it's a problem. And this is it. And this comes back, doesn't it, to to all those allegations, you know, the, the brown paper envelopes, all the allegations we had uh, for for, for many years in, in many different governments. Um, I mean, the cash for peerages side of things, I mean, twas ever thus, wasn't it? Oh, I can't, I mean, as we, I, I, would, I would struggle to be able to think of anybody who'd been a major Tory donor who had not uh, been given a peerage or at least a knighthood or, or, or something of that ilk. That, that seems to be the norm. Yeah, I mean, are we pretending it was any different under Labour? I'm not sure it really was. Um, I mean, thinking of the people who got no, um, peerages under Tony Blair, it seems to me that it has long been the case and frankly was always the case. Let's stop pretending that people got peerages in the past because they were just wonderful, fabulous people and were lollipop ladies or something. You get peerage because you do something useful for the government as a general rule and um, and, and if you give a load of money to any political party, you're going to end up with a peerage. Um, they're for sale. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. It's it's far worse. I'm glad we're talking about this again now because it's far worse than any of the issues that got this on the front pages. Mm. It's, I mean, it's probably not worse than lobbying because that is a serious, that that is a problem. Wallpaper, not so much, especially yeah. the details of, you know, actually, who cares? Oh, well, no, but I care. No, I absolutely, I cared massively during the expenses scandal in 2009 about who paid for, for someone's bath plug. If I'm paying for my own sodding bath plug or my own te telly or my own bed, you can darn well pay for yours as well, unless it's an absolute necessity for, you, for your home and you're not taking the mick and swapping your home, your second home into your first home, back and forth, depending on how much money you want to spend. No, but it really does matter. Who is paying to have the Prime Minister's temporary home in Love and Downing Street refurbished. Now, we can all argue that, you know, it should be completely refurbished from top to bottom every time a new prime minister comes in and they have a decent budget for that. I, I've, I don't really have an issue for that. It's, you know, it's, we want them to live above the shop. That's the deal. But, and there is 25 grand a year. But, I'm sorry, if someone we don't know, and apparently the prime minister doesn't know, is paying for something to be done in the, in, in the prime minister's home, I think that's serious. But I'm, I'm saying it, it was more just as a point of comparison. Apologies. What's worse, a, a dodgy uh, a dodgy MP or a dodgy person who's got a peerage for life? Ah, oh. it's the life side of it. This is why it's more. Our system is so flawed like this, and and yet we don't get angry always, about it all the time. There's always. I mean, the thing is, you know, we know that you know knighthoods and things like that. That again, these are nom nominations. They're not. They're not from the Queen. The Queen doesn't decide these things. They're mm. often political nominations, um, and it's you know, it's someone you know, someone shook hands and whatever exchanged money with the, with the right people and I know people who because of their um, their, their uh, stances on things like you know Brexit and stuff lost out and okay we've had a few uh, since who you know the likes of Claire Fox and stuff people who've just been honest campaigners who, who've got peerages and, and that's a great thing but as a general a lot of these things go to failed politicians who've given up a seat so someone else can you know can be shooed in or, or, or for giving money um, the key thing is uh, the difference between say an honour and a, and a, a uh, a peerage is that if you're a peer you actually get to have a say over our laws you actually get to have a vote in the house of lords on on what what bills go through parliament so that's i mean that's serious political corruption
Yeah, and the, as you, you're right to say, it was ever thus. But at least we're talking about it now. In a sense, every single time this story comes back up, it makes me think, yeah, why aren't we angry about this all the time? It is so corrupt, but it's baked into the system yeah. that we get so used to it. Absolutely. Well, look, let's talk about, um, um, what, I mean, other, other issues. COVID, of course. Cases down again. We were told, oh, they went down because of half-term. They went down before half-term. Oh, well, they'll go up again after half-term in England. They are still going down post-half-term. We've had a week-on-week week, 26% drop, I think, Saturday, 20% drop on, on Sunday. And when you compare the, you know, Saturday to Saturday, Sunday to Sunday, because we know those figures are completely different on different days of the week because of different reporting uh, uh, systems. Um, but um, Sajid Javid, the health secretary, has said that everyone over 50 who's eligible should get their booster jab. So, he says, we can enjoy Christmas, you know, without any any further restrictions. Now, for me, this just feels like yet another threat. Um, we're already being told that the government is looking at um, you, you having to have your booster jab if you're over 50 um, as your third jab before you consider to be fully jabbed to not have to quarantine when you uh, return from travel. I mean, the, it, when the conspiracy theories start being right... I start to seriously worry because I've been telling these people, oh, don't be silly. Look, the, the, you know, the, the jab is the root out of this. The jab works, which it does. Um, and but but when we're constantly demanding more medical treatment of people in return for their freedoms, that's very different from saying, look, you know, if, if you're elderly and vulnerable, you need to get the booster jab because you're, you've got you're likely to have waning immunity and cajoling and persuading and informing people. But when there's this failed threat, that really concerns me. Yeah, it's it's strange now and almost good news that we have spent months being uh, opposing on these issues. Yeah. And yet we're starting to coalesce <laughs> because of the jab, yeah. because actual facts are getting to the area when people with dis, uh, dis, uh, uh, disagreement on this issue will start to agree because the numbers aren't going to be too bad because the jab is working. So actually the threats shouldn't be there. I I don't know if it's just all part of this, this bizarre nudge department that they've got that maybe they think this, the threats actually work as long as they're never delivered on. But I obviously think that people should get their jab. If you've had two jabs, have a third one. If you do for it, it's for your own benefit. But you're right. I don't see that there should be any punishment now, any restrictions. And that's because what it the is. Yeah. When you say to someone, you can travel abroad, but you'll you'll have to quarantine for 10 days afterwards. You'll have to pay for an expensive PCR test. That is a punishment. It's all right. Yeah. And you can reframe it as a restriction because I wouldn't want to get into a semantic argument about punishment because it's just as bad. They shouldn't be there if it's not needed. And the reason it's not needed is because of the success of the vaccine system. And we should be happy that we've managed to create this thing that will end this absolute yep. mess. And then we can have our sit around conversations and you know replay history of how it should have gone. But we're nearly at the end. Well, we, we I should, mean, my thing it, is, even without the jabs, even when, you know, I, I don't, I, as you know, I don't think we should have had any restrictions. I think we should have been helping those who are vulnerable and, and uh, elderly to to shield themselves if they so choose. And again, I know an awful lot of uh, elderly people who, who absolutely don't want a shield. I mean, I mean, I mean, members of my own family have, have taken vastly different views uh, on whether or not, no, no, I want to be extra careful and, and being really anxious about it. And other people who are just like, I'm, I'm living my life. I've, you know, I'm, I've taken the... I've taken the jab, but even before the jab, saying, actually, you know, I just I just want to get on with my life now. A life, you know, life is short and they're more aware of it, perhaps in their 70s than, than anyone else. Um, travel restrictions on travel to the US. Uh, finally, uh, those are all down. I mean, I think it was six, 600 days plus 
that uh, you, you've been unable to get into the US um, if you, unless you're facing quarantine. In fact, at one point, you know, it was just you couldn't even travel out of this country or enter that country. However, that is only for those who are double jabbed. Still, again, restrictions on those who are not. Um, but that is, I mean, that is a big difference for a lot of people. I know, you know, my colleague Mike Graham, of course, unable to visit his mum, who's uh, in her late 90s, um, for, for two years because of these rules. Yeah, I mean, this is the sooner we can get it over this finish line. And I know it's difficult to define what the finish line is, but surely we have a sense of how different it is. You said earlier on that this is not really covered in the same way, but this time last year it was so different. And I understand there's that journalistic phrase of if it bleeds, it leads, which mm -hmm. is horrible. So I suppose bad news should be higher up the agenda than good news. But it's different about this story. The good news about this story is so impactful in our life. Um, but I mean, to be yeah. fair, I have read in the papers about how the, the infection rates have dropped 11 percent. So at least it is it is being covered. And it is the thing that can keep us going, that can yeah. keep us having but hope. But it's not way. the lead story. If, if they go up by like one, it's a lead story. Yeah. We should have more restrictions. Plan B, plan B. If the people who wanted plan B, mandatory masks, vaccine passports uh, in England, already in, in Wales and Scotland. Again, not a conspiracy theory, folks. Actually happened, happening in many parts of the world where there are massive big protests. Um, but if they if if they'd gone ahead with that and, and people told people being told to work from home and then the case numbers went down they would have said it was because of masks it was because of vaccine passports it was because of people working from home as it is the cases have now twice gone up and gone down since we've come out of restriction without any restrictions being brought in the restrictions don't do it it's the it's the virus that just naturally goes up and naturally goes down it goes in waves we have got to get to grips with the idea that um, that these restrictions don't save lives they simply ruin people's lives um 6 46 is the time we're going to look at all the front pages big variety stories not all about uh, the uh, tory slee's allegations uh, on tomorrow's papers and we're going to be talking a little bit about but not too much cop 26 the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.